Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Here we go. Right, so welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I am your host of sorts, JK. We have Adam. All right. All right. And we have Tim. Yo, yo. And we have watched episodes 3109 and 3110. Whoa, Tim, did just you watch... two episodes. What the fuck? Just two episodes. Tim, did you watch him? I forgot. What a oh. cunt. What a cunt. Uh, that was your one thing today, Tim. Watch these, these... <laughs> watch these two episodes. And what a two episodes this was. You were Holy so excited shit. about this. So they, they paid off, did they? They absolutely fucking paid off. Wow. Is is my opening thoughts. Adam, would you like any other to add any opening thoughts apart from wow? I was going to say wow, so now I don't know what to say. <laughs> say it backwards instead. Wow! <laughs> so we are, yeah, we're going to go through these two episodes, but we're going to go through in chronological order because these are only 21 minute episodes, Tim. I mean, 42 minutes in total. Could have easily knocked this out in an hour. Well, he could have... <laughs> <laughs> this is only 42 minutes. You could have knocked this out in an hour. Fucking brilliant. I love that. That's my favourite. What the fuck does that mean? I love how it takes no time. As soon as we start the podcast, it's like, like it's just there's a ticking clock waiting for him to say something fucking inane. <laughs> That's a good catchphrase, that. <laughs> hey, we, knocked, we knocked last week's podcast out. Out in an hour, didn't we? It was a really short one last week because all the good shit happened here. And like I said, I'm going to go through it chronologically right now. So, Tim, can you remember where we left you, by the way? Do you remember what was it, what was happening as, before we embarked on these episodes? This was before there's the wedding. Mm-hmm. And obviously the um, Carl and what's-the-name situation that either going to pay off or not. I've got a Sarah. Say your name, Tim. I've got a problem with with the. I don't know why. I think I'm just so attached to Carl and Susan that this other bitch is just not featuring in my head. It won't stick. <laughs> yeah. So we've left. Yeah, we've we're left on the morning of the wedding, uh, and we're unsure what happened between Carl and Sarah. And when we open with that very awkward breakfast in a hotel. Very, very awkward indeed. And buffet? Then I... No, but Carl's only not even a buffet. Toast. Not even no. Ugh. It's not. It's not a premier inn. It's not like when you go up and get your plate and get your own ones. It's like proper. It's a proper nice. It seems like a nice little motel kind of restauranty breakfast kind of thing. You know, it's proper service. There's lots of silverware out and china, etc. Yeah, I think you said then. Carl only ordered toast. What's that he mean? Said he's him? not hungry. That's, he's replenishing the carbohydrates after all the banging. 
You think? But you not think he'd go for a full English then? What's a full Australian, Jay? Great you know question. I was going to ask it, and <laughs> you'll know that, I imagine. Uh, okay, I think. Uh, well, instead of orange juice, you should get beer. Uh, I think that's part of it. Uh, it's probably racist, then, that. But go on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> go on. What else? Um, I don't know. Every Do time the- Peyton makes breakfast for me, it always seems to involve like tomatoes, mushrooms, beans. So this I'm sounds absolutely that. fucking terrible. <laughs> I hope she's listening. That's it doesn't sound too dissimilar to English at breakfast either. It, does, it, it doesn't sound dissimilar to the English one, but it's all the things that like people take or leave. You didn't you didn't open with bacon, eggs, sausage. No. You went tomato, <laughs> mushrooms, beans. Mmm. <laughs> that that sounds lovely in the morning. <laughs> I imagine they have. Um, emu eggs, <laughs> emu eggs, kangaroo sausages, <laughs> and bacon because some things don't change, do they? And a shrimp from the Barbie, of course, a shrimp from the Barbie. It's all done on the Barbie, in fact. It is, it is. Uh, but yeah, Carl fancies none of that this morning. Uh, he just wants the toast. I'm not sure what Sarah's at. We're not, we don't get to have a look at what on, what's on Sarah's plate. Uh, but yeah, Carl's... But they, again, they leave it very open. It's just, They don't mention the night before. They leave it very open as to what has happened here. Uh, I feel like we've, we've missed a chance to have a game. Like, what's on Sarah's plate? What do you think what's Sarah's on... had for a breakfast? Go on. <laughs> How does she like her eggs in the morning? Do you know how Caitlin likes her eggs Fertilized. in the morning? Do you know? How- oh, nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, go on. How does, I get- how does Caitlin like them? <laughs> I don't know. She won't come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we firing shots on this podcast now. No, we starting being... Emily, if you're listening, um, only joking. <laughs> <laughs> so we move from the awkward breakfast to uh, Michael Martin arriving at the Martins' household. Uh, now, Michael Martin is Phil's first son from his first marriage. I don't know if it's the same guy he used to play him before and if it's a special... Uh... It is the same guy. Is it the same guy? Because okay. I didn't know who that was. And I, I remember seeing him first before you got told, oh, it's Michael Martin, whatever. And I thought, I remember that guy from when he was younger on Neighbours. And it, that's who he was. He was a right cunt when he was first in it. And I think he alludes to it a little bit. Like, he does the same thing. So Phil marries Hannah's mum. And <laughs> at that time, Michael Martin's being a right bastard. He's like trying to make... Uh, Hannah's mum look like she's either a pisshead or mental or brain damaged, can't walk. Can't remember something. <laughs> something. And he's horrible. He's a right con. So I think it's nice to see him back and kind of pass paying it forward a little bit and saying his role basically through this episode was to, because Hannah's been a little bit of a knobhead, isn't she? She's yeah. like kicking off a little bit about Ruth moving her stuff in and a dad hiding pictures of a mom and all that kind of stuff. And Michael Martin's like, whoa, I was a bit of a cunt when you're when you moved in. So just stop being a bit of a cunt. Yeah, he does say that at one point, actually. Just stop being a bit of a cunt. 
to Hannah. Sometimes that's uh, all it takes. That's all it takes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's we all try, We try that with you and it doesn't seem to work. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm a livable gun, so... True. <laughs> See, no arguments there at all. Livable gun. <laughs> uh, and we also, as, as we're speaking of returns, Ben's back. Oh, yeah, hey. Wait, he's only just left the show, but he's fucking back. Big uh, back? No, not at no. all. No. <laughs> that poor bastard's long gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Jason. Like, yeah, Ben didn't even... Like... <laughs> poor Jason. <laughs> no, the thing is, right, so his brother and sister, Nick and Caitlin, have literally just left the night before... And Ben shows up the next morning. There's no like, oh, do you know what? I'll come down night, come down the night before, and we can spend a bit of time together. Or just hang no. off for a for a day. You know, it's the weekend. Just hang off, and I'll come down and see you. No, they're they're fucking going. He he, they turn the car. He fucking pulls right in. Yeah, <laughs> it made no sense. Like that, those two. Like I know they were going to meet the mum, but they were going home. Like they could have stayed for the wedding and gone, mm. but they didn't. They just fucked off. And then, like, like you're saying, yeah, I didn't even think about that before. Ben must have literally pulled up as they went, turned around the corner or something. It's like he almost waited for them to fuck off and then came back. <laughs> I know. And this is his family he's, Ben has grew up with. Ben's only known Ruth a year, only known about Ruth a year. This is yep. the mum who gave him away, and he's absolutely prioritised Ruth over everybody else in his family. Let's face it, he's never going to see that. He's never going to see Nick and Caitlin again. That's it. He's never going to see him again now. He's living. No one's ever going to see Nick again. No, he's living with the dad who also gave him away. He's completely fucked off the family that adopted him. Completely fucked him off. Uh, But then Ruth also hasn't bothered to tell Ben about the possible cancer scare. So they're all talking. Hasn't mentioned mentioned it. it. It's been a good few weeks now. And it's come out to, like, she didn't want to tell them all to begin with because she felt bad about it. It's a hard thing to talk about, of course it is. But Lance knew, Anne knew, Hannah knows. Ben's coming back for this wedding and she's not told him at any point might have cancer. Yeah, and it only comes up because she gets a phone call and she answers, she, because she's expecting a call any day now about the results. So she gets, so she gets a phone call, jumps up, and it's just someone about the wedding. She was like, oh, fuck, it's just someone about the wedding. I thought it was about the cancer. And Ben's like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking hell. <laughs> and then you don't even get the scene where she tells him. No. They, just, they just cut back to it later on and he just knows about it now. Some lazy shit writing. Yeah, that. Fucking I thought hell. it was going to be, I thought like, oh, this is going to go on a bit here and we're going to have a big, a big chat on the wedding day. They've obviously, like, the writers have thought the same as me then and gone for, nah, it's a wedding day, this. Believe that. It's yeah, fine. We, we, need, we need Ben to know. How, how how can we let him know? I know. We'll just have her randomly say it in passing to someone else yeah. and then just assume the rest. These episodes are pretty, uh, you know, there's a breakneck speed to these episodes. There really is, no. They, they, they fucking cut from one scene to the other. There's no fucking about. You know what? It felt like even less than 21 minutes. It felt like about five minutes. So, Tim, you could have watched that in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we then moved to uh, Lance, 
uh, being the peacemaker for Bill and Toadie, trying to get him uh, back together so they can play guitar or violin for the wedding. Well, it's his mum's wedding. He's he's like running. He's trying to sort this out here. They've left them in the lurch a little bit, haven't they? Because I don't know if you remember Tim. They were all like, to- "That's how it finished." Toadie mm. dropped it on Bill. He was like, "What? Your dad's having an affair? What?" And oh, yeah. it was like, and it was they were supposed to be performing the very next day at this wedding. So. Lance, obviously, a bit pissed off, and I, I don't blame the guy with this because it's like they're leaving his mum right in the lurch, and she's got cancer. I don't know if the others knew that or not, but there you go. <laughs> You're right, Tim, you look distracted there. <laughs> no, there's like a, a shadow just went past me. I'm like, the fuck, there's like not even a window close to me. Now I can hear birds on the roof. Fucking scary bastards. Are you afraid of your own shadow? <laughs> <laughs> You haven't even mentioned the Patreon or Twitter or Instagram yet. Are you going to tell everybody this or what? Yeah, I think I will actually. So you can, so you can follow us on social media at Watch Neighbor and on Twitter or Instagram, not Facebook, not not so Facebook. Oh, who's on Facebook anymore? No one. Uh, Just Mark Zuckerberg by himself. Yeah, but people do go on Patreon, and if you go on Patreon as well. And patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch, and then click on the button that says subscribe for a pound, you will get our unedited podcasts without adverts. I couldn't, I'm trying to think of a word for un, un, un adverts, and I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just without adverts. Just no adverts and completely no adverts, unedited. Yeah. The, so, how much did you un- say that was? Just one pound. Just a quid. You'd spend a quid on. A chocolate bar, but you could spend it on us instead. What, cho- what chocolate bar are you going to get? Well, it's not one chocolate bar. You can get those packs of four, can't you, for a pound? Like, you can. Which, which one would you go for? What's your chocolate bar of choice? Usually a crunchy, if I'm honest. That, I'll be honest with you, is the fucking worst. I, 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 I wasn't <laughs> sure what you were going to say then. And I'm not just saying this to be like negative and the opposite. Crunchy is the fucking worst chocolate bar I've ever. Like it's the worst. I ate them. Worse than Bounty. Yeah. What? Yeah, wow. honestly. I know. Bounty's well not brilliant, but it's nice chocolate with a honeycomb centre. I don't want that stuck in my teeth for three three days later. <laughs> Who the fuck sponsoring you? <laughs> well, what's your go and what's your chocolate bar of choice then? That one because you mentioned that you get four for a pound or whatever in the in the little pack. Always yeah. double deckers for me. Oh no, no! Oh come on, you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> no, no. It, it's the nougat in it. I don't like the nougat in it. You're a fucking nougat. <laughs> Tim, what's yours? I gotta keep it simple. I like a whisper. But no, no, thing is with thing is with whispers because I'm a connoisseur of whispers. If those things are left out, like in those single like single to buy ones for a week, they're shit because they go dry. You have to get them, new as you possibly can, in that four pack. That's when they're best. Uh, so we next move to Bill and Susan. Susan gets back from her conference. Bill's looking very, uh, I'm going to say perturbed. Is that a word? It's very You've got word of the day toilet paper, haven't you? <laughs> it's almost a word, that. Uh, yeah, Bill is looking... Bill! <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Bill! Bill! <coughs> Edit that out. Oh, Jesus. COVID. Uh, Bill is looking... He's got a face like a slapped ass the entire episode of this. Uh, 
just constantly mean mugging everybody. Uh, so Susan comes in and is like, she's like, what's wrong with your fucking face? And Bill tries to skirt around it, but then he just comes straight out with it. He went, he just goes, mum, I think, uh, I think Carl's having an affair with Sarah. Like you said there, he tried to skirt around it for all of three seconds. Like, <laughs> she says, what's up with you? He goes, nothing. She says, what's up with you? And he goes, dad's fucking cheating on you. It's like, <laughs> it's not like it's really bad. It's so shit. He it doesn't is. do it in a nice roundabout way. At this stage as well, I should add, he doesn't know this is true at all. Like, he's just heard it off Tony. He's just heard it, like, and, to- and even Tony's gone, oh, I can't even tell you, like, mm, whatever. And he's just gone, that, you, you, Dad's cheating on you. And it's just like, it's just out of nowhere. She hadn't even put a case down. No. But then Susan, Susan's reaction, Susan's fucking brilliant. This. Is it Jackie Woodburn, who's the actress? Yeah. She's fucking phenomenal. For all Can we get her on the show? I think we'll get her on the show, yeah. I'll reach out to her. I'll put some feelers out. out. I won't because people because I can't. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you could probably do it. Yeah, I mean, I managed to get someone on the show. Uh, you did fair play. Yeah. So, so but Susan, <laughs> she kind of goes, "What? Don't be!" And then all of a sudden, her face drops. Yeah. And every you can see literally everything clicking across her face. Everything all of a sudden makes sense, and she's like, "Oh fuck, he is." It's really good. It is really, really good. Could, like in something else, you might see all like flashbacks or bits like where one after the other, this happened and this happened, and what about that? It is quite good that bit. To be fair, I liked it. Yeah, it's all over her face. Does it completely makes sense? And then we move from that dramatic scene to uh, Ruth fucking about on a motorbike. Uh, She's going backwards up the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> no, because. I don't know what happened to the gypsy caravan, but the gypsy caravan's gone. That even though they've been building out for episodes about yeah. how that's gonna be, how you know, how they, they go down to the wedding, uh, all of a sudden they've just got a motorbike for her. And, and Ruth's like, Oh yeah, I love motorbikes. Never mentioned it before at all. <laughs> Not once. Well, they say, so don't weird. they? Oh, this'll be a surprise. She's always wanted to go on a motorbike. She's never mentioned a motorbike. <laughs> Not the, once. the horse, like the horse, like you said, I thought that was all booked up, sorted. Doesn't even get mentioned. They don't even say, Oh, we can't use the horse because I don't know, the horse is dead. They don't say anything, <laughs> they just don't even mention this horse. Uh, and she gets on the motorbike with this old guy. It's not even like Drew Kirk riding a motorbike, which I would be all in for, obviously. <laughs> Especially when he I took have his always helmet. wanted to ride a motorbike with Drew Kirk, to be fair. Yeah, if he took his helmet off and that flowing hair drops like David Ginola circa 1997, that would have been fucking brilliant. But it's just some old guy with a motorbike. And she's obviously all ready for this wedding. She's got a dress on, done her hair, asked to put a crash helmet on her head. Fuck's sake. <laughs> so that, that, your wedding hair's done. And then just goes on a motorbike ride. Just before your wedding. Yeah. Just goes on a motorbike ride. But then as, as Ruth going off out the out the cul-de-sac, Carl's coming in with Sarah. Well, actually, no, he stops just before it. He's yeah. like, oh, you better get you better get out here, love. Don't want people seeing us together. So it fucking it makes her get out of the car. <laughs> so she wants to get out. She says, I'll get out. And he's going, nah, you don't have to get out. And then she says, You want me to get out though, don't you? And he goes, 
okay, if you really want to get out. But then, he, yeah, she she gets out. She has to walk down the street. He drops her off and she's walker shaming it down the street and he drives up completely independent like nothing's happened. Bad. Dodgy. Oh. oh. Uh, and then we go... Uh... Oh, so actually, so Sarah gets back at her house and again, let's not forget, Nick and Caitlin have just left. That the, the evening before, she gets in the house and goes, Toadie. <laughs> yeah, <she laughs> and then just assumes no one else in the house doesn't even care where Nick and Caitlin are. Doesn't oh. even ask. Doesn't even like glance in their rooms to see if they're there. Does not give a fuck at all. <laughs> nope, not asked. <laughs> they're gone. Completely fucking forgot about. I really thought Jason was messing around, like just like making a joke and saying, "Oh, we're quickly forgotten." But fuck <laughs> me. They are very quickly forgotten. Literally every character who's ever interacted with them has forgot about them. Terrible. Even their own brother. Yeah, Sarah doesn't even bother seeing if they're in. Just shouts for Toadie. Toadie's not there, so she just goes and sits on the couch. She could. They could have at least had a little bit of, like, just a throwback to him. Like, she walks in, she finds some Tic Tacs on the bookcase, and away she goes. <laughs> You don't need to actually say any names. Oh, we should, we should definitely try and get Tic Tacs as a sponsor. Have they got like a catchphrase? Shake your Tic Tacs. Shake your Tic Tacs. Is that really the catchphrase? Is that really? I think it was one. It was shake your, did you just shake your Tic Tacs at me? And it was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can condone that on this podcast. (laughs) Can't. Uh, so we go and go to the wedding. Well, yeah, the reason why Tony's not there is because he has actually gone to the wedding. He's a bit worried that he's not going to show up, aren't they? But he mm-hmm. does get there ready to sing Amazing Grace again, again. which obviously no. got him the gig in the first place. Yeah. Oh, God. But minus the guitar this time, Bill didn't no bring guitar. his guitar, so they're oh. just fucking singing it now. <laughs> he's gone from playing a violin to playing a guitar to just fucking singing. Badly. Singing badly, yeah. But literally the whole wedding is waiting for Toadie to show up. Like, Bill couldn't just sing it on his own. So everyone's looking around waiting for Toadie. Toadie rocks up, runs up late. So they As finally... Get... Carl. Carl turns up late as, as well. Does Carl, yes. So He's had to clean the... his balls, so it's taking him a bit longer. Wow. Wow. Uh, so... The wedding gets going and they start doing their vows and blah, blah, blah. And so Phil, throughout this wedding, you know, they've been sorting this wedding out a short notice, you know. Uh, he's been pretty stressed with it all. Uh, he forgot to book a venue, which is pretty shocking, but he did make sure there was a fuck ton of meat. So, you know, either way, you know, he, he's quite even right now. Uh, gets to the wedding, forgets the fucking rings. What an absolute twat. Right. You are right, and he is an absolute cunt. But before this, <laughs> he's forgotten to book somewhere to have the reception or something, so they have to have the reception at his own house. And that's what Michael Martin, who you mentioned earlier, him and Hannah had to sort out the full reception just at Phil's house and get all the plates out and everything, to sort out the food, drinks, everything. He's... He forgot the venue to do the wedding. He's, he's not booked 
a reception. <laughs> the horse and cart fuck knows. And then he forgets the rings. He's no, the one, and, and he's he's asked Toadie and Bill to sing Amazing <laughs> Grace at the wedding because, and I quote, they're amazing. So what they so what he then does is he turns to Hannah, who is wearing his second dead wife's ring, and says, Can I borrow that ring to put it on my new wife? So he puts his dead wife's ring on his new wife. That's not right. It's not his dead wife. It's his. It's her. It's Hannah's grand's ring. Oh, is it Hannah's grand? It's Helen Daniels' ring oh, from the original neighbours. His second dead wife. No, it was oh. his. It was a gra- uh, grand. So not as bad as that. He is still a useless bastard, though. I don't. <laughs> yeah. What did he do? What did he remember? And was there any of it that was good? He showed up. He was there. <laughs> The fuck is he? He responsible for organising it. You could have given that responsibility to anyone. You could have given it to the donkey, to be honest, and that, the donkey would have sorted it out a lot better. You could have uh, given Nick two more episodes. Yeah, <laughs> Nick would have fucking sorted that right out. Yeah, he's, he, he didn't have any other jobs. He didn't advertise it and everything. He'd want a little, he'd want a little A-board with a little sign pointing this way, <laughs> wedding this way. Uh, but yeah, Carlos Carl also shows up late. But oh, Susan, Susan. He tries to put the arm around Susan. Susan literally gets the arm and throws it off. It was the coldest shoulder I ever seen. Oh, ice cold. Absolutely ice cold. And that's where we leave the end of the episode on an absolute cold shoulder and, and hell of a death stare as well. Cold shoulder hanger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should say they do get married. I think that happened at the end, didn't it? Oh yeah, that happened too. But that was completely <laughs> super, that was super <laughs> <to the> plot, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the next episode. <laughs> right, stop, stop, wait, stop. and then do it properly. Come on. <laughs> Come on, the longer you wait, the harder it is. I just wanted to see I... you drink first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we go to the next episode. Uh, Hannah's, again, being a bit of a bit of cunt about stuff. Uh, Anne's trying to we, use... We've said cunt about a hundred times in this podcast yeah. so far. <laughs> we should I, put I some sort of like cunt allowance on it or something. You, everyone gets three <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, if it's a special couple of episodes, and if everyone's being a cunt, you got to point it out. Good. Now, this 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 podcast is labelled as explicit, so you know it's parental advisory. Maybe I should put that on the uh, on the podcast, like a parental advisory sticker. <laughs> parental advisory. We say cunt a lot. To be fair, though, we're in Australia, and here's an Australia fact. Oh yes, no. yes. <laughs> Here it is. It's been a long uh, time. We haven't had one yet. Come on. We haven't. And here we go. A strangely a fact. Cunt is a term of endearment. There we go. It is, it's used as a term of endearment on there. Yeah, but it's... we say it sometimes like that as well. You've called yourself a lovable cunt on this very podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, though, you are half Australian. So. True. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Very true, indeed. So yeah, so Hannah's being a knob about uh, among stuff. Like I'm just trying to use some of her like plates or something for the buffet, and she's like, "No, you can't touch them." Uh, and we've we've just found out, by the way, they've only just decided today that everyone's going to move into Phil's place. Now they're actually having the wedding. They've got oh well, actually, we're just all going to move in here now. They've not figured out where they're going to move in beforehand. Uh, they've just kind of figured it right there as the wedding's happened. And uh, in theory, do you know what that means? What does that mean? That means that Ruth and Anne and Lance are going to leave the house. That means there's an empty house on Ramsey Street. Oh, I didn't even think about that. We might get some new neighbours. Oh, yes. <laughs> A whole new family. Um, Maybe. You know what would be really good? If they already had like a couple of members who were in the same family. Seeing as though they knew that they were moving this family out into like Ruth's family into Phil's house, they know there's a free house there. If only they had like a family with a couple of members in it that they could put in the house. Well, like two brothers and a sister, maybe. Maybe. A dad who was a former (laughs) swimmer. I don't mind. (laughs) Sounds like you already had a family there, but they couldn't apparently fit them in the street. Very next day, free house. <laughs> oh dear, poor Jason. <laughs> uh, so we moved. So speaking of that free house, oh, actually no, it's not that free house. But uh, so Sarah's back at home, just being a sad sack as usual. She's, she's crying. Sad sack, isn't she? Can't handle it. She, she's done that girl thing where like she's. She's like got her knees up, uh, like she's resting her chin on her knees, uh, and she's doing a bit that of crying. girl thing. That, boys that don't is do a that. girl thing. Yeah, all girls do that when they're sad. That's a girl. No, fact but boys you. don't get sad either. Yeah. Then Tony comes back from the wedding, from the reception. He's like, I've had a fucking enough of this shit. Uh, he's not even stuck around for Lou's speech, which is yet to come. He's like, fuck this, I'm getting off. Uh, gets back. Tony is, again, a bit of a dick throughout the whole of this, I think. Because uh, he instantly goes to Sarah, oh, uh, Susan knows. I don't know how. And I'm like, you do know how because you told her son and then he told his mum. He's like, I don't know how she knows, but she knows. So uh, I'm going to be moving out and I hope you're happy. And just proper fucking lays it on, Sarah. Just like that? Yeah. More or less. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick. The thing that he says a lot of the time through this episode is, um, I'm not on anyone's side. He says that a lot. And then he says he's on Susan's side, which I thought was the only time I thought he's got out of being a bit of a dick here because he said, fair enough, he's, he's on Susan's side, which is I thought was an all right thing to say. The rest of it, mm. he's a bit of a dick to everyone else. Yeah, he really is. He really, like... Yeah, he's really a dick to Sarah. And Sarah... Go on, Adam. You would. No, he, and he's, I, I, no, he keeps saying, like, oh, I hate being in the middle. He's fucking love being in the middle of this. <laughs> he has. Passing it on to people, t- taking, you know, the trips to the caravan park, knowing all the gossip. No, he's love being in the middle. He's, he's loved the gossip as much as anyone. Mm. And we get a couple of, uh, we get a couple of rude words in this discussion as well between Tony and Sarah. Is uh, one of them kayak? No, but she does. I mean, this is daytime TV, let's not forget. Uh, she does say the word slut and slag in the same sentence, which I, th- I actually took me aback, if I'm honest. 
I wasn't expecting that kind of language. I mean, you on this podcast, anything goes, but... True. Do you not think girls should talk like that? <laughs> not on daytime TV, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's she calling a slut or a slag? Herself. Herself, yeah. Oh, okay. She, she says to Tony, like, oh, this is what you think of me. I'm the neighbourhood slut, that I'm some sort of slag. He goes around sleeping with married men. Yes, uh, literally, that's what you've done, yes. Whoa, Correct. whoa, whoa. Right. Well, we don't know that that's happened. We don't know. But that, that is, if that's the implication, like if she if she knows that that's what Tony thinks, yeah. then then the answer to that question is well, yeah, that that is the thing. So deny it and relieve all this t- all this tension, or don't. And I'm just like, well, yeah. Don't say it like it's a bad thing. At least own it. Well, no, her defense is I fell in love with the wrong guy and that's all she's done. And she's tried. And to be fair, she has pretty much tried everything. She tried running away. She's like, I've tried everything to get away from this. I ran away to live in a caravan and then you brought me back. Uh, She she could have tried not shagging him. (laughs) We don't know she did, Tim. We don't know. It's just implied. We don't know. It's daytime TV, Tim. We'll find out. They can't they can't show that kind of stuff. Not Don't like daytime TV. Well, it's a shame you're doing a podcast about it then. <laughs> <laughs> so we go from that to Bill. Bill. So Bill leaves the Bill leaves the reception. He's always like, "Fuck this, this is shit." Lose lose speech is about to come up. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh, goes back home. Carl's just doing some paperwork. He's just like, "Oh yeah, my wife knows that I'm having an affair," but. Uh, I'm just going to go and do some paper. No, he doesn't know table. at this stage. I mean, it's obviously... Oh, no, he knows what's so. up. Yeah, knows he obviously does. But he's been sent, like... Susan's given him a bit of an earful and said, fuck off, I'm having a nice day at Ruth's wedding. Fuck off. So he's gone home, and then Bill comes home, and he's, he's doing his paperwork, and he's Bill's like, what are you doing here? And Carl's like, well, your mum is being a little bit of a, a bitch. Um, she doesn't <laughs> want me at the wedding. I don't know why. Um... Yeah, don't know what the fuck's going on. See, and then Bill's this, like, this version's so much better than what's actually on. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Bill's like, whoa, <laughs> you do know what's going on. And Carl's like, nah, I don't. He says, you've been shagging Sarah. <laughs> and Carl's like, whoa, 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 Bill. Don't know what you're talking about. And Carl's from which balcony were you watching? It, yeah, it's it's very much yeah, it's 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 father and son now. Oh it is. drama. It is. And Carl and Carl like Carl keeps on going, all right, now I'm telling you the truth. And then Bill goes, No, that's not the truth. He goes, All right, now I'm telling you the truth. And he keeps on rolling back what he's done. He's like he goes from straight out denial, like, why are you listening to rumors to okay, I did go see Sarah. Okay, I did lie about the golf club. Okay, I have lied about this, but now I'm telling you the truth. And just just sink yeah, digs himself deeper off. and deeper and deeper and deeper. Didn't sleep with it. It was just a rim job. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Tim, you're not giving me any fun with these edits today, are you? He doesn't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> the number of times we've said cunt, but I can't say rim job. <laughs> <laughs> it's crossing a line, Tim. Uh yeah, so really intense confrontation. So obviously to break that up, we cut to loose loose wedding speech, uh, which is fucking terrible. 
It's literally the worst wedding speech you've ever heard. Every cliche going. Everyone keeps trying to get out, don't they? Like he's, he keeps trying to start and everyone's like, I've got to go and sort this. I've got to leave them for this. I, like nobody wants to listen to this speech because they know what's coming. Lou does not take any of these hints and to his credit, just plows on through with the, with the worst fucking speech ever. He makes a joke about Phil's two dead wives, which is which is probably not the best joke to make. Uh, no. he, he also jokes that the wedding isn't going to last the reception as well at one point. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking awful speech. But thank fuck, Ruth gets a phone call as the speech is, is, is uh, winding up. So she... So Ruth's like, thank fuck for this. I'm going to get a phone call. She, at this point, Ruth's like, do you know what? If I've got cancer, at least it will get me away from this fucking speech. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get cancer than listen to Lou's fucking speech anymore. Yeah. But she gets a phone call on a Saturday afternoon. I'm pretty sure most doctors, you know, analysts don't work, don't work weekends, but whatever. She gets a phone call at her house where she's happened to be having a wedding at the weekend. Is this just in Australia that that you're sure doctors don't work Saturdays? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just don't work the weekends now. Sure about Carl that, doesn't. Yeah. Carl doesn't. So Carl's a GP. Then... Yeah, well, got you, yeah. haven't I? Fucking got you. We don't work Saturdays, Tim. Don't work week. Doctors don't work weekends. Hospitals shut down <laughs> at weekends completely. Uh, so she gets a phone call, which is a very short phone call as well. I like the, the conversation literally lasts like five seconds. She goes, hello. Okay. Bye. <laughs> like, so the doctor is probably not used to working weekends. He's gone. Oh fuck, to, <laughs> oh fuck. I've got to ring this woman on a Saturday. <laughs> I'm not messing around here. Hello, Ruth. Yeah. You've not got cancer. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, she's got the all clear. She's fine. It, the the tumour or whatever, the growth is benign. So, fantastic. Great news. She is not... What, and what great news to get on your wedding day. You've already I'm got married. What could top it off? Oh, by the way, you've not got cancer as well. Fantastic. Uh, what, what a great day. What a great day. For her. And for her, yeah. What a great day. So you get this great happy moment, and they play the music. Ten- they play the tension music as she's on this phone call. Yeah, and then it quickly cuts to some nice kind of flute music, like happy. Did you think she was going to end up having it? No, it was always going to be really? getting there. And yeah, I, I was honestly- like, she's fucked it. I thought she was fucked. <laughs> she, she finally got to go on a motorbike, first time ever. She was saying things like, "Oh, thanks for letting me wear that your grand's ring." I thought she was fucked. So yeah, I'm no, glad she's I, always, I always had a feeling it was going to be she gets the all clear on a wedding day because there's literally nothing more neighbors than that. Uh, so the, the wedding wine, so they go off in the car, lose attached some cans to the back of the car. And that's hilarious, typical, hilarious. But Harold cuts them. So Lou's expecting like the little tin cans to go off down the street, and he's like. Oh, what the fuck's happened? And Harold goes, oh, to pull some scissors out of his uh, it's fucking, suit jacket. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> but then, so everyone's just like, oh, okay, wedding's over now. Let's go home. Leave Susan alone in the middle of the driveway. Bill gives her a big hug. 
and she Susan is just on her own. And then we cut, and then yeah, she's she goes home. Wedding's over. You gotta go home. So we cut from Susan being all alone to Susan absolutely losing her shit. I'm. I'm a little, I don't know. I don't know if I'm disappointed or not with how they did this episode because I honestly feel like they could have dedicated a whole episode to just Susan and Carl. Like literally, you know, Susan coming through the door, putting the keys down. Like they could have done a whole 21 minute episode with just that argument, but they didn't. They literally put straight to Susan, absolutely ripping the shit out of Carl. Absolutely. Like, Tears streaming, absolutely screaming at Carl. Uh, absolutely giving it to him. You've got no respect for me. I found out off my son. How could you do this to me? Like, like uncontrollable crying at some point. Like, again, this is, I felt this was really well acted. Like, Adam might disagree here. It might, it might, it might be too, it, it, it could potentially have been too hokey, but I think she got the level just right of absolute despair and anger and everything else going on at the same time. Adam, what do you, your thoughts, please? No, I thought she was pretty good, to be fair. Um, I, I I do agree. I reckon they could have kind of almost timed it so they finished that episode with her just, just going home. Like, that would have been the end. Like, she's got to go home and she just comes in the door. That would have been a pretty good end, I would have thought. And uh, it would have made you want to tune in on the next episode as well, because mm-hmm. you'd be like, fuck, she's at home. Let's let's what's gonna happen? Because she knows, he knows that she knows, and it's gonna it's gonna all kick off pretty good. Um so I think they kind of missed the trick with that. I do think she was really good. Um yeah, I think it would have been good. Like you could have just had those two for a full 21 minutes, which would have taken Tim just an hour to watch, which would have been great. <laughs> um, uh, but it would have been no, it would have been good. And at this stage, like, yeah, you'd just fully be... You're on Team Susan, aren't you? Like Toadie said earlier, he, the only side he's on is Susan's. By this stage, you are all on Susan's side. Um, she just fucking goes for it. Um, at this stage, still, like, I know, like you were saying before, Carl does the kind of, oh, well, yeah, we were this, we were that, but we never... all. He actually says to her, all that's happened was one kiss. That's what he says. That's what he admits to. He admits the one kiss. That's what he admits to. Like, whether we know, we still know that could be true, that could not be true. We don't know. Mm. Because Susan does call him out. Susan does say, well, you know, at first you told me nothing was going on. Now it's just one kiss. Yeah. You know, again, Carl keeps on backtracking on what he's saying and what, you know, he's like, okay, now I'm telling you the truth kind of thing. He does. but, But we don't know. And if it is just that, Is it the end of the world? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm like, is that the, like? I know you like. If he'd held her hand, then fucking hell, that would have been the worst <laughs> ever. Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's I think, really I think the it's problem bad. is, the problem is, it's it's clearly been an emotional affair. So yes. the whole point, the only the whole reason we've been interested in it is that even if they didn't do anything physical, something kind of something's been off, and it's, that's not okay. Like no, at not. any moment, if Susan found out everything that had happened, you can understand why she'd be fuming. Yeah. But obviously, something has a little bit more happened. A kiss is a big thing. I mean, especially given given the circumstances. If you just got drunk and kissed someone random who, no, who they don't know, that's bad, but not nearly as bad as this. 
Fair. Yeah. She she proper lets him have it. So she's shouting at him. She's giving him a load of shit. And then go. Oh, oh the slap heard around the world. Wow. Honestly, Tim, if I know you didn't watch the episodes, you bastard. <laughs> uh, but if you go on YouTube and just type in uh, Susan slaps Carl, fuck me. What a slap that was. So she tries to walk away. Carl tries to grab her. She turns around. Full sweep, full slap across the face. There is a picture on our Twitter at Watch Neighbor right now with that of Carl reeling from that hellacious slap. You don't expect it from her. That's that's why I think it's no. so good. Yeah, the slap is a cracking slap, obviously. But she's quite small. She's very well spoken. She's very professional a lot of the time because she's like a principal at the school. We've never seen her like this. She's quite she's quite fun a lot of the time. She's quite a chilled out character. And then she fucking goes for it. Fair play, brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. It is. It is. I. You know, we've been building up to this for a hundred plus episodes now, and. <laughs> it is a fantastic conclusion. It is like building to this moment has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, so they, they intercut this argument with other little things going on, which are completely non like non consequential at this point. Toadie and Bill make up, like they go to the coffee shop. Oh, because Bill has a conversation. Bill tells Anne what's going on, by the way. So Anne knows all about this now. Uh, and Anne's like, oh, should we go to the coffee shop to cheer you up? And yeah, Bill's like, okay, whatever, hot chocolate or whatever we'll do. Uh, but then Toadie's there because he, he doesn't want to listen to Lou's speech either. Uh, so they have a little makeup. And then Anne figures stuff out with Hannah. Uh, you know, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. Big there. Do you want a few seconds of that video so we can just hear the slap? Yes, please. Yes, please, Tim. Go for it. <laughs> Oh! Right on the ear. Touch me. Oh. Don't you touch me. Really good. Fucking amazing. Uh, so then we cut. Oh, it's going again. Oh. 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 Good times. It is fucking great. So you intercut with that. And then at some point, Susan gets changed into a different jumper while she's having this argument with Carl. If you notice in there, she's wearing orange. Later on, she's wearing a grey jumper. She completely just changed. She's like, oh, I slapped you now. I'm just gonna... <laughs> I better go get a new jumper on here. Because that was my slapping shirt. Yeah, she completely uh, completely just changes. I don't know. So I, 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 I don't know if that's hinting that they've had been having this discussion for a long time and that time, like, time has moved forward. Well, you know, this maybe, is way maybe, into maybe the night now. She's calmed down a bit. Maybe she had a, a bath after the um, wedding. You love a bath. Why don't don't poop in a bath? I do love a bath. But... You fucking love one. You're in the bath right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she gets changed into a new jumper and carries on the argument. Uh, and then she kind of goes down the road of, oh, you, you know, you've got it all planned out. You thought you could have your bit on the side, this, that, and the other. You. Uh, and Carl's like, no, no, this is not how it is. This is not how I wanted it. And Susan's like, well, I don't care. Get the fuck out of the house. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And that's how we leave it. Carl is kicked out of the, the Kennedy household. So 
Kind we of have got deal. some. Yeah, that's a massive deal. You know, we have got some. There's the shockwaves from these two episodes are going to last. I can't wait a to watch time. them. I'm I'm so excited to watch the next lot of episodes. Are you going to watch them, Tim? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, I have just realised I can't <laughs> remember what episodes we're going to watch next, so I'm just going to quickly go over that. What? Uh, okay. Well, that, you you look for that. I will busy myself and save the day again with Tim. Um, Tim, where do you think Carl will go? Do you think he will go and actually? Do you think he'll go to Sarah's house? What do you think is going to happen? That's it's one obvious thing. I feel like even if surely that's asking for trouble though. But it it, it depends though. Either. If, or if either nothing happened, or he's so con- he's trying to convince himself that nothing happened, he could just go there and say, "I can't believe this crazy thing just happened." You're also involved in this because it's just kind of an obvious conversation to have. He won't be thinking, "I don't want to go to the to the mistress's house." That would be a fucking awful idea. He'll be thinking, "I'm innocent here," so needs to talk Do you to Sarah. Think you'll go to Sarah's house. I think it, as if I was writing it, who the fuck else is he going to go to? He could go and see Lou. That'd be funny. <laughs> Lou's house. Phil's house. Oh, no, Phil's not there because he's gone on his honeymoon. He's not there. Um, Toadie has moved out of Sarah's house, but we don't know where Toadie's going. Toadie will probably go to Lou's. I think Toadie will go to Lou's. Carl will go to Lou's. However, Toadie will open the door at Lou's. Carl will go, oh, shit, you're here now. And Toadie's going to go, yeah, you're a cunt. <laughs> it's going to be something like that. I can't. I don't know if he'll go to Sarah's. He might go for a chat, but I can't see him moving in or anything. No, but I, the the first reaction, his, his first port of call is going to be to go and see her. Yeah, quite possibly. Could happen. Who knows? Any other predictions, Tim, while we just carry the show? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just I have I'm I'm having a slight mini panic here. Uh, there are no more episodes online. That was the last episode, everyone. So panic over. We're not gonna find out immediately what happens because I've just realised we don't see those episodes on Daily Motion at all. Uh, it does skip a good uh, twelve episodes ahead. So the dust will have completely settled by this point. Uh, where, so we're going to watch 3122 to 3124. Where, where do you think the dust is going to be settled by this point? Where's Carl going to be living? Is he going to be back at home? Is he going to be in a caravan? We'll is have he- an entirely new fucking cast by that point. There's going to be a new fucking family in that free house. There is. Oh, I don't even know who that could be. With my limited neighbour's knowledge, I don't no even idea. know who that family could be. Maybe just maybe some squatters just show up. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Have a little squatter story. Do you think Carl will go in the free house? He could do. Do you think he'll grow like a bit of a homeless beard as well? He'll have a beard. <laughs> when we watch the next episode, he'll have a beard. A dishevelled look. A broken man. Yeah, I'm absolutely down for that. Absolutely. Uh there's no other storylines going on, so fuck, fuck knows what else will happen at this no, point. It, it feels like it's the end of a season. It yeah. does, doesn't That's it? That's what it feels like. Because they've got married, bit of an happy ending. Shan got cancer, fucking brilliant. Some people have left. Brilliant. Um, 
Like unless you're the actor involved. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it does feel like that now. It almost feels like press reset, let's go again. What's going to happen in the new season of Neighbours? Yeah. Is it? Shall I label the next podcast as season two of the Neighbourhood Rewatch? You could do. I could do. I might do that, actually. Right. But we, we need a reset because yeah. this one's been fucking awful. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe if, if you, you watch the fucking episodes, it wouldn't be. <laughs> If you leave everything in in the Patreon where where Jay has to scramble to justify himself, it's fine. He's a I good love- guy, really. He just gets himself confused. <laughs> I also have edit. I also have editorial control over the Patreon as well, so don't worry. Uh- <laughs> yeah, which is which is why most people, whenever they hear my voice, are like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> Including. Uh- Grace. So <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, should we? This is the end of season one of the Neighborhood Rewatch. There we go. I'm calling it straight away. What what a okay, season I'll... finale this was, and uh, I can't wait for season two. Is it being commissioned for a season two? Uh, are people picking it up? Or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was commissioned straight away from episode one. Do you not one, think people... like we've kind of? Do you not think the stories have been told? Do you not think we've all come to a natural end to our character arcs now? It's kind of been done, hasn't it? <laughs> what was your character arc, Adam? I don't know. Um, because you were a bit grumpy when you started and you're still a bit grumpy now. So I, don't I, I feel like I kind anything. of got in. No, but I feel like I kind of, I did start off grumpy, I agree. Kind of got into it. Um, and now I feel like it's done. Uh, I. <laughs> Uh, Tim, I mean, Tim's character arc, you know, he started off just shouting cunts, but now he just shouts kayak. I, there's a little <laughs> bit of growth there. I don't know. There's been progression. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, he's, I, he's, I don't think his story's complete. You know what? Like, we give you a lot of shit, <laughs> rightly so. But you, your, your character, you are the most well rounded character I think has <laughs> been written for a long time. I mean, there's so many layers. Even today, if you listen to the Patreon, we're just peeling the onion today. Like, I feel like there's so much more. Me and yeah, Tim are pretty any... much one-trick ponies, really. You are, oh. But if, not, if anything, you're right. We've kind of set ourselves up for the future. We're, we're peeling the layers off, Jay. And we've both got a hell of a lot of developing to do because we've done fuck all so far. We need to grow up and become better people. It's true. There's a lot of worse people. I am firmly established as a lovable con, and that's been a great little season arc for me. Who knows what will happen in season two? Uh, maybe Seasel. I'll just become a con. Season two. He's Who's got Seasel? to the bottom. He's got to the bottom of that fucking twenty-seven percent beer, and he. <laughs> I for one cannot wait to see what season two brings. Uh, that'll do. <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. There we go. Just That's the end of the cut podcast. It there. Just cut it right there.